Hello and welcome to our What Do the Animals Want Us to Know? My name is Miriam Thiel Alberts and I'm here with Melia Brent White. Welcome, Melia. Hi, Hello. Miriam. And today we have episode number eight. So um, we're sort of galloping or we're flying through these episodes. You know, we have one, uh, one a week and today we have birds. We decided to have quite a general, um, you know, episode so different birds could come through and share their messages. And um, yeah, Amelia, would you like to start us off with one, one message from a bird? I will. I'm going to read a message from an ostrich. And he's a male ostrich. And he said his name was Ostrich. Ostrand, Ostrande. He's a South African, um, he lives in South Africa. And I actually Googled that word, Ostrand, Ostrande, because I'd never heard of it before. And it is a Dutch, it's a Dutch name, it's a Dutch surname, and it means from the east border. So obviously, being in South Africa, they speak Afrikaans. So anyway, I thought that, that was pretty amazing, actually. I, I, you know, I love how these, you know, synchronicities come together and how the messages, um, you know, actually, they're, they're just not, you know, they are quite, you know, direct and they're quite sort of, um, you know, there's, there's something behind that. It's not just a message coming through the air. There is some sort of... Um, you can Google this. I, I think it's amazing. So, um, yeah. Well, um, we're on birds right now, but we've just had, like the listeners might have come across the story of Harry the spider, which um, all actually happened today. So when we did the spiders podcast, I, I um, worked with a message from a huntsman who said his name was Harry. And then I came across a person on my Facebook feed, a person that I know on Facebook that posted up about a huntsman that she's very good friends with called Harry. And there was a bit of information next door to the post talking about how huntsmans don't have a web and they like to hunt and they're very good observers and they like to just sit and watch. And that's pretty much exactly the same message that Harry gave in our spiders podcast so it completely blew me away but I, I love the intelligence um that works alongside us in these um podcasts and it's just it's just such a beautiful thing to work with it's a real pleasure because you know what i feel is that i mean we don't we we know which which animal we're going to connect to but we don't know anything else so um the animal messages that are coming through that are not rehearsed. We, we don't, we don't know what, what the other person has channeled. And I feel like the animals are really coming in and taking um, this opportunity to connect with us and sharing what they really want us to know. And not only in our, in our, um, you know, message in, in, in those downloads, but they're coming through the Facebook post. They're coming through what people are saying. They're coming through what you're seeing. So over sudden, you know, we're attracting this energy probably over sudden, the animals are using different channels to get their messages across and to show us 
we are all connected. And I think this is so amazing. And um, I'm actually, I'm sort of, I knew that we're all connected, but seeing this in this, in this fashion that you can touch it, you know, this is, this is like kind of proof that it, it's working. And I love that. I love that the animals are not only giving us the messages, they're giving us the, the proof that it is actually real. So, um, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, and it's, um, yeah, exactly like what you were saying. It's, it's like we know this, and, and I've worked with this before, but it's just a whole another level, and a, it really is about training our awareness and our consciousness. It's about paying attention, paying attention to what's coming in your Facebook feed, paying attention to what you're seeing in your daily life, even the, the symbols and the imagery, because the, the consciousness all around us is intelligent and it's communicating with us in different ways. And I'd love to hear how anyone that's been listening to this podcast has been noticing that going on in their own life as yeah. well. So my ostrich, he lives in a game park in South Africa. He said... People say I have a funny neck, but I laugh at their necks too. They're always looking this way, that way, trying to get the best photo or looking at their phone. Twisty necks, we call them. <laughs> we like to put our heads in the ground. There are grubs there. We aren't hiding, we're eating. We get flexible to find sustenance. I feel really powerful when I stretch and flap my wings. And he showed me this, what he does with his wings and said, I'm a big bird and I can tell people get impressed with my power. I like to show off sometimes. I get a bit of a kick out of it. He's like, <laughs> this is actually, I love this message. And the, the funny thing is that all three of my, my bird messages are very similar to what you have, have just shared, you know, the, um, the, the being in, you know, not watching, not looking, you know, uh, looking at your phone, looking, being inside your own head. So this is, this is amazing. So obviously the, the birds would like us, you know, really trying to get through to us to start looking around us, start, you know, raising the awareness, opening our eyes, seeing mm. what's there. Yeah. So, um, um, I'll just follow with the crows because he said something about the, the, the seeing. So this is what he said. I'm your neighbor and still you don't see me. A lot of humans don't see us anymore. We used to be all connected, nature, animals and humans. But then you humans decided to leave our sacred bond and walk your path alone. But we can see you are not happy. You're missing the connection to nature and us. We're waiting for you to come back. That is why we're trying to get your attention with our calling and calling. But humans are so often buried in their own head. 
If we can connect to one human, we're so happy as we're bringing one human at a time back into the sacred bond. Mm. And this is I, what resonated with me was also this one, one person at a time, one human at a time. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to be hundreds or thousands of people that are over sudden um, remembering connecting to nature and animals each person that opens up to receive the messages and the communication from nature and from the animals is a beautiful thing yeah and and um like if each of us impacts one person that that's um that's enough it doesn't have to be big it's yeah meaningful impact through connection yeah i have so much to talk about crows (laughs) like i have a really interesting relationship with crows i um i have five that live around my house and i used to have three and um well maybe maybe there was two Anyway, I used to not like them because ever since I've lived here for 10 years. But I've developed a relationship with them and I talk to them all the time and they've told their friends and now there's five. So when they know that there's a place where they're welcome, that they will bring more. And um, they've done some not so pleasant things, but then they bring me a lot of joy as well. Um, they keep an eye on us. They, yeah. they, they come forward. Uh, I noticed that one time there was like a pattern. They'd come through at 6.15 every morning and they'd check when we're awake. they come around the house and they check when I'm sleeping and when I'm in bed. Um, one day we went for a walk up the road and we came across like a crow symposium or like they call it a murder of crows. But there was maybe about 300 crows in a tree and you could hear this. And I connected with them and I asked them what they were doing and they told me that they keep eyes on everyone and then they go and have like a um like a conference and talk about what everyone's doing and 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 the status of things and then i've spoken um with a friend who's uh, an indigenous australian from like the noongar tribe and he's told me quite a lot about the crows and they're like the old men they're like old wise men they call them wurmaj i think is the word and um and so yeah that they're really amazing amazing animals i i quite like them now i i don't think i liked them before or i wasn't that connected to them and since moving here where i live now um there are quite a lot of crows around and they do the same they meet in a in a tree and you have i don't know how many a hundred i don't know a lot or even more than a hundred. And since having the dog, you know, I, I go out with a dog and I go for a walk and there's often like one crow sitting there and looking at us and they sit on, on different, you know, like on a lamppost or or, on a tree and they're really, they're really watching you. Mm -hmm. And um, so I connected with them and it's, they have, 
the energy of 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 crows is is um this is very intelligent you know when i connected to them i felt that they're very intelligent they're very direct they're very strong in in themselves so um yeah and quite a sort of you know they have a system that it's like a social system that they have you know it's um yeah, there's so much more when you start connecting to them that you don't see from the outside. It's mm. like this mysterious animal, I think, where you need to get past that what your, your perception. And when you get past yeah. that, you find something completely different. I think like it can trigger quite a lot of shadow stuff for people because oh. they think they're dark and they're negative. Yeah. Um, but when you come more to terms with your own shadow personality and, um, and start connecting with the crows, yeah, they're, they're really powerful and intelligent. And yeah. I, I feel, um, I feel like they're friends, Like they actually give me a lot of comfort. Yeah. There's one that I have here that has blue eyes. Oh wow! Yeah, I haven't seen him for a while, but yeah, they they they're around and they fly in front of my car. Like even the ones that don't live here, they they they're communicating with me all the time. Mm. So and now you, I now yeah go ahead. Do you have do you have one from the crow? No, no. <laughs> but I can look up in this in in this book if you want. Yeah. About the crow. Well, there's lots in the in in here about crow. As you begin to study and honour the birds you encounter, you will find yourself being gifted with feathers. You will find them everywhere you go. You'll also be presented by them by others in your life who may not know why they're giving you such a present, but only that it feels right for you. These gifts should be honoured. So everybody that's listening to our podcast um, or watching the video, I would be very interested to hear if people are starting to see feathers more, if the, the, the birds are sort of kind of coming through with their messages in different ways and uh, sort of, you know, when we start tapping into that energy. So where I keep my horses, um, there's so many birds. It's amazing. It's like wetland property. And recently I haven't received any feathers, but times I've gone out there, I've received a feather every day. Different feathers, beautiful, beautiful feathers. Here, um, here's the bit on crow I wanted to read you. I believe there is a very good reason that crows are found everywhere. Traditionally, they were symbols of magic. They squawk and call out to everyone. This should remind you that magic is around you at all times, just calling out for you to use it within your own life. The behaviours, movements and activities of the crow you specifically encounter will help you understand how to apply magic in your life. So that's, again, the Ted Andrews Animal Speaks book. I like that. Mm. 
That's beautiful. And like my relationship with magic is magic is consciousness. It's, it's, it's alive. It's like a living thing that's around us. It's not necessarily like what we see in Disney movies. It's, it's a very um, kind of practical grounded thing that you find in the present moment. And the, you know, even when I think about our bodies, like we, we're all living miracles, we're all living magic. And it's, something that we can all connect with because it is us like it's not separate from us yeah so my my message is from a goose and he was like making a bit of a quack quack sound he wasn't a duck he was a goose but he was kind of making that and he waddled in with webbed feet and he showed me like with the webbed feet how he can adapt to land and water and he said Hello, my name is Jim. I'm an Australian goose and I live on a farm. Life is very peaceful here. I eat a lot of snails and bugs. They are very tasty and delicious. I don't feel bad eating them. It's just what we eat. What geese eat and always have done. The human food they give us isn't as tasty it was you know like the pellets that they're like the he meant the food that the humans give us you can tell it's been pounded and pounded there is no life in it anymore the goodness is gone veggies bugs and snails are alive and you can feel the buzz when you eat them algae is nice too That is so beautiful. Actually, a friend of mine in, in Denmark, they have a big garden and I think they got ducks actually to uh, eat the s- snails, you know, from, mm-hmm. the, from the salad and all that. And it's a beautiful way if you have the, the, the possibility and if you have a garden, you know, to use the ducks or the geese or, you know, um, other birds to eat the... Um, the snails. That's the beauty of symbiotic relationship, isn't yeah. it? It's, um, you know, I, I, um, I studied um, applied science and particularly viticulture and they call it integrative pest management. There's a word for it, IPM. Right. So it's um, figuring out different ways to, to manage different things. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's everything in balance. Yeah, and this is this is what um, I feel that we, as humans, could kind of go back to, and uh, are called to go back to, and um, you know, into that sacred bond, into that balance where we're connected with our environment, you know, with the nature, with the animals, with ourselves, and um, and if we do that, if we use our intuition to, um, to know where to go, we get back into that balance because it, mm-hmm. it used to be in balance before, before we, we separated us from that sacred bond, from, that, from our intuition. And um, I feel that if we can bring people a little bit back to connecting with themselves or connecting with animals that would be so beautiful so that we kind of moving 
back to that state of interconnectedness and, and intuition and balance. And so many children are naturally connected. Yeah. Like we're, we are all born with our innate wisdom, our indigenous wisdom, very, very strong. And it's the process of um, belief systems and what they call the colonized mind that creates the separation. So it's a matter of resourcing that natural wisdom that everyone has. It's, yep. it's not something to look for outside of ourselves. It, it's it's right. present inside every cell. And um, once we begin to open ourselves up and open to connecting, you might find that something's trying to communicate back to you. That's true. Um, I have a message from a hawk who wants to communicate with us. And this is actually a bird that I have seen in the forest where I go uh, riding. It's, that was quite amazing. You know, I, for some time that he was sitting there waiting for us. And every time that we, we came out riding, he'd be sitting there and it's a big bird, you know. And of course, you know, when you ride your horse, you always think like, please do not fly away now when I'm just next to you. So, well, but um, that was quite interesting because my, my horse didn't spook and my horse is quite, he gets nervous about things. So, um, so anyway, this hawk lives uh, around the stable where my, my horse lives. And he said, if you humans would use your eyes, you would see the world in a different light. Using your brain and your inner eye paints a picture that might not be the reality. We hawks have very sharp eyes and our bodies tingle with our alert senses. We know that you also have these attributes, but you have chosen to forget about them. Why? Are you afraid of your power, your real power? We need you to come back and join forces with us, animals and nature. Reminds me a lot. Um of the jaguar that we can that are connected with with our heal the earth with love amazon rainforest event and the jaguar said a similar thing he said we know who we are do you yeah it's and, and there was a lot of um feeling within that of can of us connecting with our own power like do how, how much do you know yourself mm. How much do any of us know? And I guess the, the releasing of ideas that we think we have about ourselves and even the, idea, the, the filters in our eyes of who we see when we look at ourselves in the mirror. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's a big process there. What I'm getting from, from these messages today is um, the... Birds really want us to come back into that bond, into that connectiveness with, with, with nature and with, with the animals and especially with the birds. And it sort of brings up to me how far we have gone away from that being connected, being in balance, um, you know, exchanging, communicating. And um, what I also like is it's not too late. You know, the animals are saying, come back. We're waiting for you. We want you. You know, we want to 
um, connect with all. So, um, and like what we were just say, saying before about the colonized mind, I think when we do go with an attitude of reconnecting is to, to release our ideas about control and to, to release our ideas about how we think things should be because last weekend I saw a man training a hawk and it was all, all about control and taming, taming the wild. This is more about what can we learn from the wild and how can we um, remember this other way of being Yeah, and how can we make our own lives fuller, you know, uh, more balanced? Because I feel that the birds or all the animal messages that, were, that we are downloading or channeling, they're very precise on, on the advice. You know, this is not just something. It's, it's very, um, yeah, it's very direct and it's very, it's, it's very uh, tangible. And I, you know, I'm just wondering, is this something that we used to have all the time? You know, that connection when we're living with nature in, in balance. So, you know, what was life like, you know, for the indigenous people, um, you know, the Native Americans? What is it like to be that connected? I guess we don't really know. No. <laughs> and we can have a fantasy about it, but it's about us resourcing that connection in, inside of ourselves and, 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 and opening, opening to asking. What I feel, you know, there's a humbleness that we can connect with when we do open to ask, asking. And also what the animals are sharing with us is, is very practical and simple. Yeah. It's not complicated. So you have one more message? No, okay. No. I have one more message uh, from a chicken. And I have to say that I love chickens. I uh, lived on a farm where there were chickens. And um, one day one of the chickens, she was really, really ill. And we actually all didn't, we, we thought that she was going to die. You know, she looked, she had lost all her feathers and she was walking like really um, not well. She was limping and she looked terrible. And um, the owner of the farm, you know, this woman, she said, could you help the chicken? And I said, I can try with my Reiki. I, I'll try you know, to support the chicken and see what happens. And um, I connected with the chicken and I gave her some Reiki. And I was so amazed by the wisdom of that chicken and of, you know, the, the clarity with which she was communicating. I, I didn't expect that. I don't know why I didn't expect that, but I was just surprised by the chicken. Mm -hmm. And uh, she recovered. She made a full recovery, you know, she she grew all the feathers back she was happy again she was and they didn't know what was wrong with it with her but um i just felt you know the chickens are very wise and mm. you know 
being offered this this reiki energy for the for the self-healing she took it and she healed her, herself you know she she was able to to um get well again so this is one of the chickens that's living on that farm and her name is otelia otelia was supposed to be my chicken but uh we actually um we moved away from denmark so she stayed there so otelia says i live on a nice farm and my life is lovely i have place to roam around to find food a nice house I have lovely companions and beautiful and a beautiful rooster looking after us. We love feeding you humans with our eggs as we know just how nutritious they are. Sometimes we hear from our not so fortunate colleagues in the factories and we cry at night for the lost times when we have when we all live together. Humans, chicken and nature. We're working on manifesting more lovely places for chickens in people's backyards and on farms. We love living with you humans. I felt so inspired. I wanted to bring some chickens in my garden, even though no. <laughs> my garden is very small. So I might have to get a bigger garden. But um, we've, we've got about eight, eight chickens and a rooster that we've got two roosters as well. But yeah, the chicken energy is very is very nurturing. It's it's very feminine. It reminds me a bit of my grandmother in a way, one of my grandmothers, like mother hen, that mother hen. And the the roosters are very very cute with the chickens as well. Like you put down food, and off, often the roosters are like they make this sound like, and they tell they tell they communicate this sound to the hens and tell them that there's food for them. Yeah. And they wait until the hens are eating until they they start to eat. Yeah. So, yeah. My my husband he's a, he's a bit he's a bit of a chicken whisperer, like <laughs> more than me. Yeah. We often have baby chickens. We've got a big incubator and we have babies. And anyway, <laughs> I I I think they're lovely, and you know again there's like this sort of a practical not even advice but it, it's like you know what if more people had the chickens mm. locally so we can get away from the factory farm chickens that makes everybody miserable you know it makes yeah obviously the hens miserable but we're you know who if we're eating the eggs you know all that energy of that misery is in those eggs and you know the whatever they they give those antibiotics or whatever you know medicine and so we're getting miserable because the vibration is not what an egg is that is being produced in nature so um you know the 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 chickens making it. huh do you know that famous chef rick stein in england no oh, he's a well-known chef and there was an expert, he does TV cooking. It was an expert and the expert was saying there's no difference between factory eggs and, and um, normal eggs. And Rick Stein got a, a restaurant of people and he cooked three different eggs. So one was factory, one was free range and one was um, 
one was barn laid, sorry, and one was completely free range. Right. And he got them to taste test. And um, everyone knew, everyone chose the, the completely free range egg. There was a big difference in the and taste. I think, yes. And sometimes it's just an idea of a difference that you taste. You know, you taste that energy. That's how I felt when, when I was eating the, uh, um, the happy chicken eggs, you know. But yeah, a bit like what the goose was saying about the food. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we actually, for today, we have something very, very special. And we're introducing you to a method that is quite new, but Melia and I have tried it and we love it. We have actually, this is something that came about uh, when we're trying to see how we can connect uh, with the animal the bird energy a little bit more and what kind of effect that would have. And so we, it came up. I, I'm just saying it came up and we didn't, we didn't make this, but we channeled this. Um, I downloaded it. Yeah, you downloaded it and uh, we tried it. It's the dove breathing for, for inner peace. So this doesn't really say anything yet, but uh, we will try it out in a minute. It's making a dove sound and you will, I know this sounds a little bit weird and a little bit wacky, but if you try this, I mean, we've tried this a few times and we found that it's so soothing and it, it makes you feel so nice. So um, yeah, close the door to your office or something like that and do join us. This is like, this is really interesting. So um so let's just practice our, our dove coo. And this is uh, your chance to have a little laugh if you want to. So both Miriam and I, we're just going to do a couple of coos and then we're going to go into the breathing and we're going to lead you into this specific dove breathing for inner peace. So just practice. Coo, 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 coo. You might be familiar with a dove. There's lots of doves in cities or I have little bronze wing doves that are out near my chicken pen and they just make these beautiful, beautiful, almost purring sounds. So taking a few big deep breaths in and exhale, release, relaxing, letting go. Make another big deep breath in when you're ready. And a big exhale, you can do an audible exhale. Another big deep breath in your own time. And another one. Okay, another big deep breath in and on your exhale, you're gonna do a coo. Another big deep breath in and another coo. I'm going to do another one with another single coo. Breathing in and exhale. Coo. 
another big deep breath in and next exhale you're going to do a double cool Another big inhale and another double coo. We're going to do another one of those. And another big deep breath in and we're going to do triple coos. Another big deep breath in and just repeat exactly the same. So breathing in and breathing out. Another round exactly the same. the next one do a triple coup but your third coup is going to be very long and repeating exactly the same breathing in And just one more, exactly the same. Breathing in. And then a big deep breath in and exhale, release. Just a normal exhale. And just go back to normal breathing. Just notice any sensations or feeling that you have in your body and just sit with those for a number of breaths. Just normal breaths in and out. And just bring your awareness to your present moment. And when you're ready, just wiggle your fingers and your toes and open your eyes. Thank you so much for that. Mila, that was lovely. I feel very light inside. Mm, I, really, I really love it. <laughs> very it does quite a lot for me very calming yeah it's very calming and it's very um it's like i have air inside me that's how i feel mm. light breeze inside me so mm. well we'll be doing some more dove breathing for inner peace because 
we want to try this out a little bit more and I think it's lovely and uh, invite everybody to try this and let us know what you think. And, you know, with sound and especially the out-breath, it does activate the vagus nerve, which is a very important um, nerve pathway in the body. It's, it's, there's a lot of information that comes from the organs to the brain through the vagus nerve. So um, just, just give it a try and see what happens. I, I notice a lot of pleasant sensations. Um, I noticed the first time we did it, quite a lot of lightness in my head, almost a little bit dizzy. So just make sure you're grounded as well. But you can you can play with it yourself and um, do it in the you know. If you need a bit of um, downtime from work, give it a go. And as Miriam said, let us know. So. Thank you again, Melia. I think this was lovely to talk to the birds and it was lovely to hear how they want to connect with us and how they would like us to come back into that connectiveness. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. Thank you, first of all, for this episode. Thank you, Melia. Thank you, birds. Thank, Thank you, Mary. dogs, uh, for this amazing breathing technique. And um, Looking forward to seeing you and uh, connecting with you in our next episode, which will be about deers. So um, looking forward to seeing you there. Bye.